is Listen Lakeland, the show that keeps you up to date on all the things that make our city a great place to live, work, and play. Today's host is the founder of Compass Smart Solutions Educational Consulting, providing custom-tailored training, professional development, business coaching, and motivational speaking. With over 25 years of experience in education, leadership, and management, she helps businesses and organizations promote their message through digital marketing and branding strategies. Please welcome Dr. Sally Stone. Welcome to the Good Life. Thank you for joining us on today. I'm Dr. Sally Stone, and it's great to be hosting the first episode of Listen Lakeland in 2022. This show is an extension of Lakeland Vision. For over two decades, Lakeland Vision has been a voice for the citizens of Lakeland, working with community stakeholders to bring a bright future for our city. Today on Listen Lakeland, I am pleased to have joining me a very special guest, Ms. Veronica Roundtree. Thank you. Thank How are you doing on today? I am doing great. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I could not be more excited for the opportunity to talk with you about something that I know we both are excited about, and that's Lakeland. Yes. Let's jump right into it. So before we get into some just very uh, detailed discussions about your extensive and experienced role as a community engager and advocate in Lakeland. Talk to me a little bit about your beginnings. How long have you lived in Lakeland and how did you get to be a Lakelander? Well, I moved to Lakeland in 1990. And ever since then, I've been um, trying to do things in the community, working with early childhood, um, just being a Lakelander. Awesome. It's a that, beautiful place to be in. It is absolutely gorgeous. And to be here in this studio, we are excited about the location that we are here, located right here in the heart of the city with a beautiful view behind us. It's a little overcast today, but that's okay. I know that the excitement that you're going to bring is going to brighten everything's up real quick. Okay. So let's talk about your engagement. I know that you are the president of Valencia Pinehurst um, Neighborhood Association. So when did you get started with Valencia? How did you get involved there? Well, I started out as a secretary for the Valencia Pinehurst neighborhood, and I soon moved up to the president position after um, being pushed by the commissioner, Walker, and Miss Cooper. They kept saying, Miss Roundtree, we need you. We need you to do this. Fill in. So I was pushed into the position um, about nine years ago as the president, and um I've been there ever since. Wow. I have been fortunate to watch you engage in the community and you have done a you have had a tremendous impact on the youth, on on the community as a whole. And so when you first got started, your background, as you mentioned, is in education and human services. And so t tell me a little bit about your educational background that has made you perfectly poised to be in the current role that you're in. Well, I've always worked with children uh, most of my life and, and the elderly. Um, for over 40-some years, I started out wow. in the education um, fields, and I worked with early childhood. I worked with Head Start, and then I moved to Lakeland in 90, got on with the Polk County School Board, worked with the uh, pre-K program. And in 2000, I retired from the school board, took a break, um, did some 
um, lawn service bidding with the city. I was the first uh, female uh, minority that picked up a contract with the city of Lakeland doing their lift stations, me and my husband. And after that, I decided to go back to work after about four years, got on with the state of Florida, working with um, the health department, doing um, vision screenings with the youth. I had no idea. I mean, the more that I talk to you, the more you begin to unwrap all the phenomenal things that you've been. So let me just let me just back up just a little bit. You were the first African-American female to engage the city of Lakeland as a lift. What what is that? What was that? We I bid it on contracts. They had um, right. contracts for the city of Lakeland to do the lawn cutting and doing lift stations. The lift stations is where the septic tanks are, and someone have to oh. keep that clean in each area. So I bid it on that. Um, my husband and I, I did the paperwork, and we won the contract. And for three years, we were um, in that contract with the city of Lakeland. That is absolutely and, amazing. Um, yes, it was. And you know what? <laughs> it, you you have to take a particular pause and talk about the opportunities in Lakeland. Oh. I know that as an entrepreneur and as an educator and as, you know, someone that is interested in community advocacy and inclusiveness and diversity, I can say without hesitation that Lakeland is one of the most diverse and one of the most um cities to to have opportunity in fact you know recent uh uh information tell us that we are probably with winter haven i have to give that point one of the fastest growing cities in the united states that's pretty awesome that is awesome lakeland is a wonderful place to be before i moved here i was living in sumter county and i would come to lakeland all the time and i say if i move anywhere it would be in polk county and lakeland and i love it i wouldn't be I don't wish to be anywhere else. But absolutely. Here. Absolutely. Especially with all the growth and development is starting to happen, oh which means that, you know, small business and community advocacy is so important. What would you say was the thing that kind of just that pulled you into getting involved in what's happening and then making an impact on the community? Well, I went through a divorce and that um, I wanted to keep myself busy. And during that, I got involved in different um, community events that was going on, and I started going to school, and I educated myself on um, things that were going on in Lakeland. So every meeting that they had, I tried to be there. And um, they have wonderful meetings. Any boards that they had, I you know, made myself available to be on the board. If I was asked to be on there or if I wasn't, I, you know, let them know that I was concerned. Absolutely. And it will, you know, be something for me to be on so I can take it back to my neighborhood, to my community, and let them know what's going on in Lakeland. Now, you've said something that just has sparked sparked me right there. It's just information being shared in our communities because there are lots of opportunity available, but sometimes if we don't know... Or we don't take advantage of information for us to know, right. then we can't really fault anyone. I know I'm gonna stay in a, a nice <laughs> ne- neutral space, but in terms of community advocacy, what would be the one piece of advice you would give someone that wanted to get involved in what's going on in the city of Lakeland in particular? Well, I would tell them to whatever it is that you have a. Um, or um, a desire, a desire yeah, for, yeah, yeah. you know, what, what's your pet peeve? You know, go to that department. 
talk to them, ask them what's going on, and if you can be a part of it. They will let you know if they have any advisory committees or any boards that have um, positions available. You just go and ask, and they'll give you that information. I have found that Lakeland is a a place that will give you the information that you need. You just have to ask for it. Now, I personally know that you serve on quite a few um, committees, and we serve on some together. But just in general, can you give some examples of the community um, committees or advocacy groups that you've been able to serve and support? Yes. I'm on the Lakeland Electorate Advisory Committee. I am on the um, the um, Lakeland Police Department Advisory Committee. I am the chair of the code, code enforcement. I am on Habitat for Humanity. I'm the vice chair. I am um, with NAACP, um, um, the Neighborhood Association um chair for the summer works program and I also chair the um, program that we do giving a scholarship to the youth that graduate. Wow. You are a phenomenal woman. I know Maya Angelou is one of my favorite poets, and she talks about, you know, how special we are as women. And you talking about juggling all kinds of activity. And I knew about some of them, but I wasn't aware of uh, you serving on the code enforcement. And, And that's an area, I think, in Lakeland that a lot of people want information about, but may not know how to go about getting um, the information they need to be to be able to address some of the concerns. What would you say from the perspective of code enforcement are some of the major things that people tend to want to know about the most? Well, I know we have a lot of people that um, when they are fined, then they, you know, think it's a crime. But we all have to keep our neighborhoods up. We have to keep our homes up, keep our yards, our cars and everything up. It's it's a standard that you have to have, and you have to do that. Now, if you have any concerns concerning those things, it would be good to come to that office and let them explain to you. Um, Sometimes you can get by without a fine. If you talk to them first, find out what the problem is, and they'll, you know, help take care of that situation for you without having a fine at all. And so as simple as that is going down to the department or the office and letting um, them know what your concern is and seeing if something can can be resolved. And if it's a fine, at least you know what the situation is so you don't repeat it. Right. Because I know as a community, we are all impacted by each other. Correct. And so if there's something going on, you know, in, in your area that's going to kind of impact my area, then I would want you to get that area straight. Right. I mean, that's just the right thing to do. We all live together in a community and it takes all of us to make it better. Yes, it does. I believe that. And I believe that that's what we're doing. Yeah. I think that some of the initiatives that I'm excited about is, you know, of course, Lift Lakeland is one of the, you know, vibrant um, initiatives that's happening right now. And um, the Refuse to Lose initiative with the Mayor's Gang Task force yes. and I know summer works tell tell our audience our listening audience a little bit about um, summer works and what it's about summer works is a program that the city commissioners um, came up with several about 10 years ago I think about 10 years and they put in a certain amount of money into a program with the community development 
And $10,000 at the moment is the amount that they have put in. And we're asking for more. It's been a long time, but I know they'll help us out if we need more. But we, they put the money in, and we take the neighborhood's leaders and ask them to take and um, pass the information around to the students right. and to their parents when they have their neighborhood meetings to let them know about the um, Summer Works program. We... Last year, we took and joined in with um, CareerSource. Mm -hmm. So now they have more information. They have more training. They um, learn how to open up a bank account. CareerSource is a great source that we have joined up with, and it just makes everything better for them. So each neighborhood has a choice or a chance to put a student or two into the summer works program. That is absolutely amazing. Yes. And and career source is one of those staples in our community. And see what's so awesome about the program is that you are reaching back and pulling forward our most precious commodity, yes. our young people. And sometimes, you know, in the hustle and bustle of things happening and community growth and engagement and strategic planning, sometimes we forget about yes. our youth. Right. And so it's it's essential to make sure that we are recognizing and acknowledging not only the contributions and the value that they bring, but giving them an opportunity so that they would want to stay in the Lakeland that we love. Right. Because I think if we're not providing something for our young people, our millennials and, you know, our Gen Z's and, you know, all of those groups that are going to be taking our place in positions of leadership, then how do we expect them to be able to navigate? That's correct. So getting involved in, in those types of initiatives, I think are vitally important important and you've done that so your role as president of valencia pinehurst since 2005 what would you say has been one of your biggest accomplishments with that i can think of the one that i think but i'm gonna let you tell us which one that comes to your mind well um i i um I love my kids. I just love the students, the youth in the neighborhood, but I also love the seniors. So I work hand-in-hand uh, hand with both. Um, I love doing our Christmas program with the youth. Um, they go to Walmart, and they can spend $50 each, and mm. they can choose what they want. That's what I like about the program. Mm -hmm. uh, and they go, and they just love it. We just had the program um, last Friday. We took them shopping, mm -hmm. and we had a few students that couldn't make it on Friday. So Sunday, I took seven more to Walmart so wow. they can go shopping because I didn't want to leave them out. That is so awesome. And, and although we're recording this show now, it's going to air in January. So okay. if we were to fast forward to January, is there still an opportunity for people that want to donate or make a contribution to support your efforts? Is there is there a way that they can do that? Even though you are wrapped up the, the holiday portion of it, how can people get involved and donate and support your initiatives? Yes, I we've wrapped up the Christmas part of it, but I also um, provide um, care packages for the homeless. Mm -hmm. uh, we go out and fe do feedings. Thanksgiving, I gave out meals, hot meals, and we also gave out turkeys to 100 people at Simpson wow. Park for the day before Thanksgiving. So all year long, I have a program or something going on. I give out backpacks for when it's time to go back to school. Um, so, yes, I can always use the finances. I can always use the help. 
because the program goes on is we we have had families that didn't have food in their homes and um someone mm-hmm. had told them about me and they would come call me I take them to the grocery store let them get a buggy they fill it up get the food that they need yes, so ma'am. they can have it so I'm always doing something that's why I call it basic life solutions whatever it is that you need I try to try and find a solution for it if I can't help I find someone else in the community that I know have resources or funds to help you out. I love it. I absolutely love that concept. And so Basic Life Solutions Incorporated, you started in 2017. Yes. But you've been doing the work of basic. You've just kind of put it all together. together. So if someone needed to reach out to you, at Basic Life Solutions, do you have a website? Do you have an email address? Can you give that? Can you say that for us so that we would know how to get in touch with you? I don't have a website yet. I've been trying to get that situated, but they can reach me at my um, email, okay. which is V Roundtree R O U N T R E E five four at gmail dot com, or a phone number eight six three six one four Five five two five. And so just to make sure your email address and, you know, the journalist in me has got to just make sure I check. You said R-O-U-N. You didn't add a D. Correct. And most people put that D yeah. in there, even though I spell it. So no D is in this round tree. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Except for the D that means dedicated. That dedicated. Definitely. <laughs> and for sure. And so Basic Life Solutions and, and president of Valencia Pinehurst, NAC and just um, community advocacy and being first in many different ways certainly has had a huge impact. What would you say would be one of the challenges that you've had to face and and how did you overcome that challenge? Well, my challenge is I my heart is open to so much, but I don't have that much of help. You know, we we talk a good talk, a lot of us, but then when it comes to doing things, yes, that's when I have, you know, a problem. But knowing me and me being a Libra, I like to get those things done. So <laughs> I jump right in and I make it happen. I make it happen if I have to do it myself. That seems to be kind of the legacy of a part of who you are, because we were talking earlier about just how did you get involved in all this? And you mentioned that you were stepped in for a gentleman, Mr. Williams. Tell tell that story, because it's really inspirational. Yeah. Mr. Williams um, used to do... Um, a shopping trip to Walmart. And he had started out like $100. And when I stopped volunteering with him, we had cut it down to like $50 because there were so many children. Mm. He had hundreds. When I say hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of kids he would take to Walmart. And when he passed, it just touched me so because I, I just loved the program that he did. And mm. I said, I have to keep this going. Mm. I, you know, talked to his wife for for a little while and um she she wasn't ready yet so i just took it upon myself to to get it done get it done mm-hmm. i used my own finances each year my daughter had stepped in and helped me and we would spend thousands of dollars to take those kids to walmart we did that on our own and then you know recently we have got some finances in i want to thank all the people with the city of lakeland yes and um you know that help out um they are great partners in helping me with the things that i do and other people in the community i send out a welcome and a thank you to them all you know for helping out 
But yes, I started it with my own funds. That's so important. And, and, you know, clearly your commitment and dedication to those causes that are part of your heartbeat is is evident. And um, for me, just being a part of the neighborhood association uh, group and and learning from each other. And so one of the first engagements that I got was the NAC Christmas party, um, the gathering together. And we just recently had had that. And Mm -hmm. so how did you come up with that concept? Because you do that for all of the neighborhoods to come together. Well, I started a Christmas party just for the neighborhoods back some years ago. Mm. And then they had a program that they were doing the Christmas party at Simpson Park. So um, I guess maybe seven years, I guess. I think about seven or eight years ago. um, I just took it over. Instead of having one there, you know, two Christmas parties, we just put it together. And then I combined with what Commissioner Walker was doing. And um, I think Lynn Simpkins had something to do with it also in the pre-beginning of it. And I just kept it going. So each year I set it up for the Christmas party. I purchased the food and um, go about, you know, getting the music and getting people to do the photos and everything, like your your program. Absolutely. Um, well, well done events. Well done events. That's right. That's right. Yes, well done events does the best photos that you ever oh, seen. Oh, thank yes, you. Really, thank you. Thank you. I request it because you take and do it, and we can see our pictures right then. Absolutely. And we love that. And we have such a good time coming together. You know, it 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 is important to really bring people together across, you know, diverse communities and 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 see how people come together. Food being a great communicator. Oh, oh yeah. And so the food is just awesome and amazing. And you're going to get fed really good anything that Miss Veronica Roundtree does. And as any kind of gathering, whether it's your good times in the neighborhood right. for Valencia Pinehurst. And one year I went, you organized that in the Valencia Pinehurst neighborhood. And they had a horse and um, we had all kinds of uh, engagement for the community and other neighborhoods. So so do you do you think that the the neighborhood associations, I believe there's uh, I don't know how many neighborhoods are represented. You probably know that information more than I do in terms of how many neighborhoods that are active or make up in the mm. in the area. It's quite a number of it's them. It's quite a number because we've added on some new ones, so I don't really don't want to say exactly how many because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> Jonathan to get you. <laughs> yes, yes, and I don't want to be on the bad side, but we have so many um, new neighborhoods that have come in. And I think you know, that's important when is. you see neighborhoods forming um, organizations, the neighborhood that I currently um, am in and, and represent has had some challenges. And so it's important to me to make sure that neighborhoods are safe, mm-hmm. that people are taking care of their neighborhoods and that, you know, we have a community where everybody wants to do their part. Right. And one group that I can say for certain that works along the neighborhoods really well is our Lakeland Police Department. Yes. And we both serve on um, the Citizens Advisory Board. So I'm going to ask you a loaded question. <laughs> what do you like about being a part of the LPD Advised Citizens Advisory Board? I love being a part of it because it makes you know what's going on in the community. It lets you know what's going on with the police department. And it's nothing hidden. 
We sit, we sit at that table and we talk about issues that's yes, going do. on in the community with the police department and with ourselves. And if anyone have a problem in their community, they're welcome to come to our table. That's right. Come to that meeting. We have that meeting um, once a month. month. Mm-hmm. And um, you're welcome to come to it and voice your opinions. Um, and hear d- what is going on. I mean, because, you know, wouldn't you agree with me that there are two sides? It's two sides. Two sides to every story. That's right. And sometimes we only get one a portion, side. one side or even a portion Port- of one side. True. And what is important and what I think that we do well with the LPD Citizens Advisory Board is that everyone has an opportunity to give their perspective. Right. And believe it or not, and I know we know this, <laughs> we don't always agree. That's right. But it's okay. It's absolutely okay but the key is that we come to a place of consensus a place that of compromise if Mm -hmm. you will Mm -hmm. and I think that that's vitally important in any community and especially in communities like Lakeland that is sitting on the precipice of growing and just busting at the seams so if you had a magic wand and you could do anything you wanted to do with no limitations no hesitations what would you do for your organization or what would you do for Lakeland as a whole? What would be Veronica's legacy on this community? I have a, if I had Dewan, I would make sure that we had financing. Mm. I, I have a thing about the homeless. Mm. I wish we had a, um, a, a place that they can come into yes, yes. out of the cold. You know, that's my passion. If I won lottery i said i would find a place Mm -hmm. that i can fix up for the homeless people that that is my number one thing you know and housing yes and housing in affordable housing affording affordable housing in Mm -hmm. our neighborhoods Mm -hmm. that the houses are being torn down but not a lot put being put back Back. there Mm. so we need more in our neighborhoods where they're taking them from I cannot add anything more to that other than I am confident and for certain that if Miss Veronica has anything to do with it, those things are going to get moved forward and, and, and definitely can happen. I agree with you. And it is also a passion of mine to see neighborhoods grow, that those areas that are blighted, those areas that, you know, maybe be impoverished and, and there, there are food um, deserts. And, and how can we lift the entire Lakeland We have some great opportunities. We have great leaders. We have an amazing mayor, Mr. Mutz. We have awesome city commissioners. You mentioned a few. um, And and I think all of them are amazing. And and from the seat that I sit in, and I know that you would agree with me that um, opportunities like serving for myself on Lakeland Vision, an amazing organization that sponsors this um, portion of of Listen Lakeland, is coming together. And seeing where we can help make those opportunities better for everyone. I think that we're on the right track. Oh, yeah. When we all come together, it'll happen. It'll work. Absolutely. (laughs) And 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 when we all come together, it works. Everyone has a seat at the table and we all get to eat and fellowship and and just make Lakeland even better. Yeah. I think we are on the right path. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate you. And I just want to thank you for 
everything that you do for all of the opportunities, the phone calls, the, you know, the digging in, the doing the running around. And, you know, your reward will certainly be um, greater than all that you have put forth. Thank you so much for being a community advocate and just being you. Thank you so much. I love just being myself and just being a people person. I love people. Absolutely. (laughs) I love helping. Thank you for having me on the program. You're welcome. And so next time you will be able to come back again. Maybe we can do a part two. Well, you just asked. Lots more happening in Lakeland (laughs) and we'll see how it goes. And we're going to, you know, make sure that the next time we can talk more about your organization. Okay. And hopefully we have some updates on what's happening with our homeless population. I know there are some some things in the works. I know that there are some things that are happening. So we're going to wait and see. And, you know, you can actually come by the well every now and then. I didn't talk a lot about it, but the well located at 114 East Parker Street, a mission and vision is to help communities grow and become vibrant and flourish. Yes, I will be by there, and I know with you running it, everything is going to be all right. (laughs) All right. You heard it from Miss Veronica, and that is going to be the end of what we're going to talk about today, and we just want to say have a good 2022. We've got more to come. Oh, yeah. 2022. 2022. Thanks for tuning in to Listen Lakeland. Your feedback is valued and we encourage you to head over to lakelandvision.org to participate in our monthly survey related to today's show topic. Listen Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications. Truly a community working together to keep you informed on the many things that make Lakeland such an amazing city. Thank you for being with us.